Wow, the robot's got a new voice. Yes, because it's a new it's a new robot records to the same place. So he's fancy as fuck. You can only use him. He sounds Whoa. like a butler. Yeah, because he's, he's Alistair. He's all British. He's got a monocle. Yes. That's cool. I, hi, guys, by the way. Welcome to our show. We just noticed the robot's different. Yes, I'm just trying to get in our backup robot, but he's sucking too. So let me get... I think I just have to get all of them to join. That's fine. Keep this in, by the right. way. Don't edit this. Yes. Don't, don't edit uh, this. Yeah, so we are coming to you... What is today? December 11th. Um, all of the news happened yesterday in Geekdom. <laughs> by the way, who are you? Oh, I'm Lou Gonzalez, and I am joined by the Double Johns. we got John Scott and John Seiler. What up, Wind Jammers? Uh, guys, my, uh, my Google, whatever, watch is ended. Oh, no. Um, so we're gonna start with, I would say the lesser of the two big events that were going on yesterday. Which is funny, because this was touted as the big event, but, you know, yes. compared to what happened well, yesterday. There were some big announcements, sorry, and we're talking about the video game awards first. Um, so there were some big announcements, there were awards given. I don't uh, know how much Credence awards and award shows in general have anymore. In general, uh, I feel like awards. People only care about awards when the things that they want to win do win, or the things that they don't want to win do win. Like other than that, it's like it's like there's like this air of like oh awards. Who cares about awards until like the thing that you want to win loses, and all of a sudden like oh like who are these like people? Yeah, no, I that is a perfect way to say it because like the only ones I know is Among Us one best multiplayer, which. I don't think it's a surprise. Last of Us won all the awards. Of and yeah, Last well, of um, Us won like um, every other thing. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I like. I, think, I don't have Final a dog. Final Fantasy seven won a couple of things, I believe. Like, I, I do enjoy Last of Us. Like, I, get the, I get the flaws, but when all is said and done, when I really think about it, it is my favorite game I've played this year. That's a game that released this year. Yeah, oh, like, I, I, didn't remember... like, I didn't like the first uh, Last of Us, so I didn't really kind of go out of my way to play it but like people seem to like it like i didn't like last of us but people like the first one people love that game like i don't like god of war but people seem to love that game so it's like yeah it's just like and i they're just not my game like that's not my jam really that's fair but i really watched the game awards for the announcements of which we got a few starting with the fact that Motherfucking Sephiroth is coming to Smash Brothers. Actually, yeah. first, first, first off, on the on the before thing, they announced uh, or they showed off a uh, uh, gameplay reveal for Near Replicant, which is pretty neat. Ooh, which is like I look, I've never played Near games, any of them. So uh, Near for like the PlayStation. I think I I forget like what this is exactly is, but like yeah, like Near for the PlayStation Three is like a pretty neat. Square it's game. It's a remake of that, right? I think. I think. I this think it is. is. Um, yeah, the sequel was the one on the PS4, right? Near Automata. Yeah, Replicant's a remake, I think. Yeah, which that game is like pretty neat. Like it's like it's definitely like I remember when Near came out, it was like a very weird game for Square to publish because it just seemed very outside the scope of what I would consider like Square as a publishing wing would publish, but. Um, yeah, like it's cool that uh, that game's getting like a remake. But then, yeah, then the show started with like the new Smash character, 
Which I guess I have to buy Smash and then buy a Smash Pass to get. Uh, isn't there like eighty get, characters now? You can get them individually. You can get them individual. How, how many goddamn characters are there in Smash at this like point? A lot. It's like a hundred. It's become borderline fan fiction. Yeah. Like, they put well, Steve from Minecraft in there. It, it's like really funny because someone posted up a. Uh, scene from the first Kingdom Hearts game where Cloud and Sephiroth fight and then they like go they up into the sky and they like disappear. Right, so. Like like a bright thing happens and they disappear and Goofy's like, gosh, we're like, where'd they go? And like some ca- other characters like, oh, you know, they went off to a distant world to continue to fight or blah blah blah. And people are like, holy shit, like this new announcement has a- an entirely different like uh, context now. So I think there's about uh, 70 to 80 games. And also, Sephiroth killed Mario. I don't care what everyone says. Sephiroth killed yeah, Mario. And then, like, well, and also, like, he, like, punches away Bayonetta and Greninja. And I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know if, like, he could beat Bayonetta. <laughs> but, like, uh, I mean, Sephiroth also defeats, like, the main boss of Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think he could. He does in that trailer. No, I'm saying I think he, he, he cuts it in half. If he can cut out Galen, he can cut out Bayonetta. Uh, so, I'm literally yeah. like looking through like the characters in it, and I did not know Elsa from Frozen is in it. She she is not. I think you're looking at a fake I think thing. You're looking at a fake uh, thing. Okay, like, yeah. There's a Naruto. Okay, yeah. You were played. Uh, you were but played. yeah. Um, yeah, it's like pretty. It's a pretty neat trailer. Uh, it's like his Advent Children costume. He they they also because. showed off that Cloud has a special Smash a new, move that you can only do to Sephiroth. No, oh, that's awesome! I think it's just a new one they're adding to his his uh, move set in general. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, it have a more in detail event next week going over about it. But I think what's pretty monumental about this is that Square Enix never really lets anyone play with their characters often in terms of fighting games. Uh, I mean, there was that rumor that uh, Cloud almost didn't make it into Ultimate. Yeah. Oh, from what I'm seeing here, there are currently 85 characters, and that was updated Uh, yesterday. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep, that sounds right. And then there's like two more left in the current Battle Pass, I think. Yeah. Two or three. Uh, and this, like, seasons of Battle Pass has been fun. Like, I like Min Min a lot, and, like, I played Steve for maybe about, like, five minutes, and I was I like, I don't understand. And I have a good time. Like, I played a little bit of Steve, and I was just like, uh, I don't understand this character at all. And I, I immediately dropped it. The meme. It was added in for the meme, that's it. But um, I don't really believe that. I mean, Minecraft is probably, like, one of the most definitive franchises of, like, the last... Of, of oh, the last decade. I would say so it's, it's like... like that, you, can't, you can't write the history of video games without mentioning Minecraft. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's basically, like, what I'm saying. Yeah, so so having, like... I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. So, like, having, a, like, a video game, like, representative of him in Smash, which is basically, like, the biggest uh-huh. celebration of, of, of video games of all time, like... That's, that, that's yeah. fair. I just... I, I, I get the sense, like, from all the things I've seen, it just felt like it was a... Uh, Meme thing. Um, yeah, their roster is very much that because you have Street Fighter characters, you have, yeah, you said Banjo and Kazooie, Fire Emblem, but that's a Nintendo, Dragon Quest characters, uh, Persona, mm-hmm. um, 
Like Persona is like in Persona is basically Atlas, which Atlas has like a huge history within like the video game industry. Yeah. The only one that's missing that I guess used to be there is is uh Snake there anymore? Snake is there. Snake is there. Oh, Snake, shit. Is, Snake there. is there. Yeah, like and I think there's like only a few franchises left that are like pretty big within the scope of fighting or like not fighting games but like of like video games in general that have not made their way into that game like like, there's castlevania characters there's resident evil characters right there's no resident evil characters the only the capcom character is mega man oh okay Uh, ryu and ken oh yeah ryu and ken and then like like i i think like like i don't know how you incorporate it but it wouldn't surprise me if like Sub Zero's in that game at some point. Man, I don't know. I think that like the idea of Nintendo of being like family friendly still, like Street Fighter can work around that because there's not blood really. Uh, Bayonetta's in that game, and that's an Emirate game. Yeah, but she's also kind of a first party character now. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, like I want Travis Touchdown in that game, like. Like, you don't know, like, how much I want him into that game. And they basically made a costume for him. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is all we get. Yeah, the only other character I could think of that would be interesting, I don't think he's big enough, would be, like, Dante from, like, Devil May Cry. That was what everyone thought the teaser was. When the- <sighs> Instead of Sephiroth? Yeah. I don't I don't think Dante is big enough. Like I don't think he's I, big I enough, think, but like, I think he'd be a fun character. Yeah. Because, like, I don't uh, know, I like... We- I think it's like at this point, it's like, it's like they already have. It's like you know, you have like a lot of, a lot of sword guys, a lot of shooting guys. It's like, do you want another like sword shooting guy? And so it's like, I think it's like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the last like two or three picks are gonna be like very interesting because like Minecraft's big, Sephiroth is a big character, and I think like whatever character you have like going forward is gonna be like, it has to He's- be as big. Bomberman isn't in this game, right? No, but Bomberman. Uh, Bomberman is an assist trophy in that game. Oh, okay. They also have like, in order to do like workarounds, they have like skins for the Me Fighters. So they've had a Cuphead skin, uh, Fallout Vault Boy skin. <laughs> yeah. I'm to and they have, and and they have like so assist trophies are basically like characters that come out like like they're like pokeballs, but they're like yeah, dope they're- things. Yeah. And they're like characters that could fight with you, and they and like some of those characters are like Zero from Mega Man, Bomberman, Rathalos, uh, like you know a bunch of different characters. So basically, it's like if they don't show up as fighters, it's like you could have like a really cool sister of you with them. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like who else would be like a cool. Um, oh, oh you know what would be interesting? Um, like uh, characters from like the old school like side scrollers, like. Um, like the Battle Toads or Double Dragon? Uh, yeah. Double Dragon, I think, is super. I mean, actually, no, they're they not, they're owned by um, shit. I can't remember the company. It's a really shitty Data, company because Data East. No, my wife's cousins used to work for it. They're the people who made Cooking Mama. Oh, uh, Majesco. Yeah, they own Double Dragon because they put out a new one like seven years ago. Double Dragon Neon. Yeah. To move on because we have a lot. Yeah, we're getting caught in the weeds here. Um, Perfect Dark got revealed from the Xbox first. Fuck yeah! Can't be worse than the last one. 
I want I want this perfect art game to be good so bad. Uh, it's from the initiative, which, if I were to understand, were the people that made uh, Gears Five. No, that's a collect. I think that's something different you're thinking of. This is a brand new studio. This is actually their first game. They were founded two years ago. This is a company that was uh, it's Xbox as big as they call it, quadruple A uh, studio. They have people coming from Bioware. Respawn. Uh, That's easy. Everybody um, from Bioware oh, just quit. Um, Rockstar. Everybody. Oh yeah, this is the Santa Monica studio. Okay, yeah. Like I, I, I listened to like, like doing this, and like one of the people said that this was like the people that made Gears Five. So. No, that might be the. Okay, I was wrong about that. Yeah, but, I think so, that's like the. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I would say like I, from you mentioning Bioware, like. One like all the heads quit, didn't they? Like a week ago. Yep, and I'm gonna get to that in one <laughs> second. I'm gonna get to those games in one second. Yeah. Um, uh, so they show off it. Go ahead. I was gonna run. I'm just gonna start running through things quickly because we have a lot of stuff on the Disney front too. Um, so the creators of Left 4 Dead, Turtle Rock, revealed a new first-person zombie game with co-op called Back for Blood. It is yes, and, and it basically is Left 4 Dead three. Basically, Left 4 Dead three. It's like the trailer is basically just like copying the homework but like you're also the person who made the homework yeah so this is basically left for dead 3 that's what everyone's gonna call it and it's coming out june of next year um let's see hood outlaws and legends i haven't heard much about i have a trailer i missed scavengers it's a open bait it's a there's a closed beta you can sign up on the website forza horizon 4 and cyberpunk is doing a crossover oh, yeah. the, the new big one the creator of dead space has a new game coming out called Callisto protocol which looks uh, great so that's also being made by the publisher behind PUBG. Okay. So did not know that. Yep. And then see new Warhammer game, this new Annapurna game called Open Roads, which is a mother daughter that's going to have um, Caitlin Dever and Carrie Russell, and it looks pretty cool. Actually, I'm like super excited for this game because it's being developed by Fulbright, uh, the makers of Gone Home and Tacoma. And like I love Gone Home a lot. Either like, so the cast interests me. Yeah, um, uh, like I think I think Gone Home is great. If you, if you've never played it, it's like a really chill kind of like thriller kind of game. It's it's great. Like I love it. Oh yeah, I think it's on Game Pass if you have it. And then uh, Disco. Uh, hello. Hello. I think we lost John Scott. Uh, I can keep on going if we lost. Yeah. Him. Keep, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, next up is Disco Elysium Final Cut, which is basically going to be a upgraded version of Disco Elysium that'll be free to people who already own it. But they will be making a uh, basically a PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five version uh, that'll be coming to consoles next year. Uh, I have not played Disco Elysium. I've heard it's very good, so I'm going to finally going to be able to give this a try. Uh, CGI trailer for Dragon Age Four. Uh, I'm not a Dragon yeah. Age guy. Uh, uh, I love Dragon Age, and I'm a big like I don't know how, but like I guess I'm a Bioware guy because like yeah. I like Dragon Age, and I also like uh, Mass Effect. And again, everybody from that company basically quit what, like last week. 
Yeah, Mass Effect is like my Bioware RPG. So like, I don't know if like Dragon Age Four was like something that like you know I don't know if that trailer was something that whetted the appetites of people who are like fans of that franchise. But um, it was that's good, like, and there's a lot. Like, it's this is the first one that's going to be a direct sequel, like a hard sequel to mm-hmm. the previous game. Like the other ones were kind of like it timeline wise move forward. And were like in the same world and had related characters, but they didn't directly follow. This game is directly following where the the final DLC ended. Yeah, what was that Dragon Age game that came out years ago? Uh, Inquisition or Acquisition? The, Inquisition. That was the last. Sorry, one. my Wi-Fi crapped out yeah. on me. What game are we talking about? Dragon, uh, Age. Dragon Age. Like I remember, people really liked that game, and they just like never followed up on that game. Oh, they well, made three DLC. The they made. Yeah, they made three DLCs, and then that this was, is the fourth one. That was the but like last. That, but that game that came was, out on the 360. No, that game came out in the, the, the last gen, the one. Okay. The first yeah, game this, came out on the 360. I don't even know if the second one came out. It did. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition was the first one on the was the only one directly on the new systems because you could carry your world over. You had to go to like their website and answer questions. Of like what okay. you did in the previous games, and that's how you carried over your world. Uh, yeah, okay. Inquisition was in 2014, so six Man. years ago. Okay, uh, but yeah, like this is like first of two Bioware announcements, and this is off the heels of like more people who are the head of Bioware leaving Bioware, which also like I feel like also just spells doom for like any kind of like rehabilitation that Anthem has. Yeah, yeah, that, that game's game is dead. dead. Um, yeah. But yeah, go through then, Crimson, yeah. Crimson yeah. Desert is the next game. Um, that's a big open world action adventure game. It looks cool. Don't yeah, know much. this is the. It's like the first. It's like the single ask player version of uh, Black Desert, which is like kind of like a big MMO game. Like my roommate was like super into it, and it's basically oh, like, it's do you want to play like? Yeah, it's like, do you want to play like a fantasy game where also you have like your characters have giant bazongas? Oh, okay. Like, so it's like very really Japanese. pretty. Uh, it's not entire. It's not. I I believe it's Korean. Uh, okay. Um, more importantly, but yeah, it's, it's a uh, pretty good looking game. Swedish Chef from the Muppets is now uh available on Overcooked as a playable new chef. So, I thought you were going to say he just got announced to be in Smash. That would be just as amazing. Um, there's a new game coming for the PS5 called Season. It is an indie game from Scavenger Studios, and it looks gorgeous. Looks neat. Uh, Black Ops, I, it's getting a Season 1 trailer, yippee-doo. Um, the funniest trailer of the night uh, for me... Arc... <laughs> Arc 2, starring Vin Diesel on a dinosaur, or going against the dinosaur... And it, it just yeah, uh, literally was flabbergasted that that was Arc 2. And then they announced an Arc animated series with Russell Crowe as its cast. In, 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 uh, yeah, in the-, the animated series is like a stacked cast. And like they didn't announce like the team behind it, but it uh, it looks an awful lot like the studio behind uh, Saints Manos and Bliv Zeus and Castlevania. So it's Studio Wildcard. Oh, is that the uh, game studio? Studio Wildcard, the game studio, or is that the inanimated studio? Uh, looks like it's the uh, developers. Okay, so never mind. I'm trying to see who's animating it, and I don't know. 
But yeah, the voice cast is going to have Michelle Yeoh, Gerard Butler, David Tennant, Jeffrey Wright, Elliot Page, Carl Urban, uh, Malcolm McDowell, Russell Crowe, and Vin Diesel. So pretty stacked cast for that. Uh, Fall Guys season three trailer. Or Fall Guys. Uh, uh, Evil Dead, the game. Which I can't wait which for. Which I thought, like, when they were first showing off that trailer, I thought it was just going to be, like, Ash Williams in uh, De- De- uh, Dead by Daylight. He's already there. Oh. So, as soon as I saw the cabin, I'm like, is this an Evil Dead game, or is he in Mortal Kombat? But, um, then Ghosts and Goblins is getting a uh, Switch remaster. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. It's, it's like the second remaster for Ghosts and Goblins. But, like, this one looks very different. Uh, it kind of looks like the paper cutout stuff from Shadows of the Damned or, like, that other Studio 51 game that came out, like, years ago. Uh, Black Black Sword Knight. Uh, it's, like, a a, a unique, st- like, art style for that, like, style of game. And I, I kind of dig it. Like, I'm not a Ghosts and Goblins guy. I kind of wish that another Capcom franchise would have gotten, like, a more recent reboot, but, you know, it has its fans. Yeah. And then what do we got? We got Returnal, which is PlayStation's um, Groundhog Day meets Alien video game coming out. It's coming out this March. Huh. It Takes Two revealed its first gameplay. This is uh, from Joseph Fares, who is one of the most interesting people in video games ever. Uh, yeah, it's the, the developer, or Hazelight, from the people who made A Way Out and Brothers. And also, so, you know, fuck the Oscars at the Game Awards a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, and like, I I kind of like dig that studio because they they do like really great two player co op games. Uh, and they the they out, also yeah, but I've heard good things. Uh, like I uh, I just recently watched. Uh, there's a couple of YouTubers I like. Uh, Gura and Amelia Watson just did a, a playthrough of A Way Out. And it's great. And I saw the Game Grumps play through of a way out, and it's great. Uh, and it's like really fun to watch other people play through that game because, like, you know, because it's a co-op game, like the friend dynamic kind of dictates the pace of that game. Um, and it takes two looks fun. It, it's a vastly different game than a way out or brothers was. Uh, they also announced that much like a way out. Uh, if someone owns a copy of it takes two, you can invite them a friend who doesn't own the game into your game and they can play along with you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out when it comes out. Uh, what else? We got Super Meat Boy Forever is coming to Epic Games Store on the 23rd December this year. So fucking excited for I love Super Meat Boy. Uh, I I put so many hours into it. I like It's like one of my favorite games of the 360 era. Uh... And I can't wait to see like a return to like that franchise. Well, so exactly. Then Oddworld, we saw this teased already earlier in the year, but it's coming now, spring twenty twenty one. We got a new trailer, and um, I've never played an Oddworld game. Looks cool. I think I played the first one way, way back in time. Um, they were cool. Uh, yeah. The only one I kind of ever played was um, uh, Stranger's Wrath. But I know that Stranger's Wrath is a vastly different Oddworld game from the other Oddworld games. That's the Western-y so. one, right? Yep, the the Western yeah. first-person shooter. Yeah, that one's, like, super different. Because the other ones are, like, side-scrollers, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and I think, like, Munch's Odyssey is also... It's, like... I think it's kind of like Pikmin in a little in little ways, but, yeah. And then 
next on the list? Elder Scrolls Online has their next expansion coming. I don't play, so cool for whoever, whoever does. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is uh, going to have an upcoming limited time demo in January. So if you're a fan and of the game, that's a switched. Been, yeah, that's, that's a switched switch Monster Hunter game. And if you're so, if you're a fan of that game, and you know, want to say fuck Paul W S Anderson, go right ahead. Um, <sighs> Among Us gets a new map, cool. But <sighs> Master Chiefs and Fortnite, along with Daryl. Uh, don't and, hey well, man, don't gloss over Among like Among Us getting the airship. The airship looks really cool. Uh, I love Among Us. So like, there's like little things yeah, about it that that's a. Like yeah, the well, I, they basically so, like, took a bunch of stuff for what they were planning for two, and are just rolling it into one. If I believe, which is like right? very neat. It's like oh, very, it's very neat, smart and also to not try to get people to move to another thing when there's no reason to. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like they have like ladders, which is kind of vastly different because like every all the levels are kind of played within a like like a single uh, uh, plane. layer plane mm-hmm. or like floor. Sorry, uh, yeah. but now you're gonna have like two layers, and there's like already a map that's like kind of big for ten players. So it's like I'm kind of like wondering how they're gonna balance having like two levels of play to where like if someone gets killed, it's like you'll never see them because they're in a part of the map. Like that's just kind of like super out of the way. But they're like really good at like level design, so like I I'm not worried. Uh, but yeah, so Master Chief is coming to Fortnite. Uh, on the 16th, or Master Chiefs and Fortnite now, and uh, um, Walking Dead's Daryl and Michonne are getting added December 16th. The cool thing about the hey. Master Chief announcement is that they did a crossover with Red versus Blue. Uh, yeah, oh, I saw cool. that they, like, someone built Blood Gulch in Fortnite and they are doing, like, a Capture the Flag event. Oh, which is, that's like, awesome. <laughs> which is, like, neat because I, I feel like Blood Gulch Capture the Flag is, like, Halo at its peak, so. No, absolutely. Like, uh, but yeah, it's like funny that like I feel like every time like every time like there's like a media crossover with like The Walking Dead, I'm just like really like like the show is like still popular with people. Like you know, I don't know if you guys heard, but like recently they Magic the Gathering did a Walking Dead themed like mini set that you can only buy online, that. and it's like what a weird franchise because you know they did Godzilla also before that. And it's like, oh, cool, I get it. Godzilla totally fits within, like, the universe of, like, Magic the Gathering, because they're, like, giant monsters. But, like... Do like, zombies? Zombies do, but, like, does Daryl Dixon or, like, oh, you mean they have the governor? Characters? Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, so, like, seeing The Walking Dead in Fortnite, I was just like, okay, sure, whatever. You know? It's like... Yeah, they'll be at the next Travis Scott concert in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we can we can move on. Right, then uh, Bandai Namco announced their upcoming anime action RPG Scarlet Nexus coming in the summer, which looks an awful lot like Nintendo's Astral Chain. Yes, it does. I was just gonna say that, like almost borderline ripoff Astral Chain. Um, and then Just Cause the action series is coming to mobile. Don't know when, but it's I coming. imagine it'll. I imagine it'll run as poorly on mobile as it as the last just cause game did <laughs> i didn't like it took me a long time to realize just cause 4 had come out because i played the shit out of just cause 3 because it's just fun to blow shit up because everything is explodable in the third one. Oh yeah like yeah just just cause is like kind of like a fun series like two and three are like fun but like four had like a lot of problems and then 
the last two. Uh, League of Legends, giving the League of Legends story set in the universe uh, is coming next year. I don't play League of Legends, so if you do, yeah, I don't play League of Legends. Fine, like I don't know if if I'm wrong on this, but that game looked an awful lot like it's from the same studio that just did uh, Battle Chasers from like a year or two ago, because it looks just like Battle Chasers but with like a League of Legends skin. And then last, but well, depending on how you feel about it, least or certainly not least, we got a teaser for the new Mass Effect game. Which, and, oh, which I like Mass Effect. I played Andromeda. I want another Mass Effect game. This this trailer <laughs> gave us nothing. <laughs> you deserve a medal. I beat Andromeda. Oh man, I played maybe like three hours. Is like I'm I'm done. I'm pretty sure I was working at GameStop when it come out, came out, so like I definitely did not pay full price. I actually might have gotten it for free, but yeah, like they were still all right. Lou, we get it. You worked at GameStop, you got free. Yeah, there were still aspects of it that I liked because they were from the other game, but I don't know. I'm more pumped they were getting remakes. Is that that's confirmed, right? Yes, we are getting a remake next year, but this is a brand new installment, and I think Liara is going to play a role in this one. Yeah, because we're uh, basically well, ignoring Andromeda. Well, like, people are like, oh, it's Liara, and I'm like, couldn't it just also just be, like, another yeah. person of, like, that could be any, uh, a sorry. But yeah, man, like, I, it's like, I don't think that's fair to call it, like, a Mass Effect trailer, because it's, like, basically, it's just, like, it's a trailer for what? It's a trailer it's for a- basically saying, like, we're not dead. Like, yeah, yeah, Mass it's, Effect. It's a character going through the snow and then pick something up and it's the N7. I'm like, alright, cool. Uh, and, like, you know, the problem with, like, Andromeda to me wasn't necessarily, like, not enough familiarity with, like, the cast. It's like, they just didn't, like, familiarize, well, like, the audience. Too. Well, yeah. But it's like, the cast of Andromeda is just, like, not as inherently as interesting as the cast of you know, the original saga. Like, you know, like, they've, like, rebooted Star Trek many of times. And, like, with each, like, reboot, like, there's, like, still, like, a big chunk of fan base that still carries over to the next thing. Because, like, they introduce, like, the captain and the crew, and they're just as fun and different and as engaging as the previous crew. And it's yeah, just, like, they just I didn't think, do that with Andromeda. Part of the problem also like, with Andromeda is that, like, the enemies were so fucking lame. Yes. And yep. that was a big problem with it. Because in the first map, if you're basically, you have to only compare it really, like, writing-wise to the first game. Because the second and third Mass Effects build on what the first game started, and the first one has a compelling and great villain, while Andromeda has, like, alien Borg. Yeah, the art design of Andromeda is really bad. And so, it's like, so then, like, also like, going back to, like, earlier with, like, you know, Dragon Age, it's like, so many people have left Bioware. And it's like, do I have, like... And that's not to say that Bioware can't, you know, hire talented people to come on board and, like, maybe have, like, a fresh new spin on uh, on Mass Effect as a franchise, you know? But it's like, do I trust EA to do that? It's like, you know, I, I, I don't. It's like, I looked at Anthem, like, that to me is just, like, what EA's, you know, all about right now. It's like that. It's like that kind of character design, that kind of "quote unquote" immersion, that kind of like you know what they want a game to be. It's like they want a, like a service game, 
and like well, I don't cause... want Mass Effect to be a service game. Well, that's because they're in, in company built on that, like, and their backbone is like the two biggest games as service games ever existing in FIFA and Madden. Yeah, it's like let FIFA be FIFA and let Madden be Madden, like, and let that fan base like continue to buy like the same franchise every year and like buy a bunch of cards, and then you like you know, and you have a bunch of whales who are willing to spend money on that. It's like, you know, it's like, let your single-player game be, like, a cool single-player game. It's like, like, look at, like, like, I mean, like, Cyberpunk did launch in a, like, un- like, metagame disaster of a state, but, like, they, like, announced today that based on just the pre-errors alone, they have already made their money back. Well, and, like, like they also, like, they did a lot of stuff pushing back help. They're also in that weird spot of putting a huge, like, kind of AAA game in the transition period to new console, Mm -hmm. where they're sort of... I feel like the Microsoft and Sony, like, forced some of these developers to put out them, put out games on the the now old consoles, Mm -hmm. where they really shouldn't be on them. Because yes. are, is anyone surprised that a console from seven or eight years ago is not running a game that's built for a, the new consoles? Um, I'm like surprised about Miles Morales at least because like Miles Morales, I thought was just basically like Spider Man, which is a game I that runs pretty well on my current PlayStation Four with like like a a new coat of paint. But I didn't know that new coat of paint like basically like. <laughs> chuck my system to hell yeah like but the thing is like when spider-man came out that was basically topping out the ps4 i guess yeah yeah like like (laughs) like when miles morales came out and like i saw like people's gameplays of that game and uh, like how it played on the playstation 4 like it very much to me it was like the canary in the coal mine where i was like oh cool like i am like not playing cyberpunk i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah and then like i don't know if i sent you guys like that video of that guy playing cyberpunk oh, on the fat yeah. playstation 4 and it just runs it looks like a playstation 2 game like it looks yeah. like stave emergency and again that's a system that that the hardware in that system is how many years old like 12 <laughs> yeah like i got a pro or like an xbox one x like i'm sure it's playable but i wouldn't recommend it like, I remember, again, like, I was at GameStop when the last Switch happened. And I remember, like, people coming in, like, buying the new games, like, oh, but, like, it looks so, like, bad and plays so wonky. I'm like, yeah, because they're not making games for your console anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, that's why, like, when the games come in, it's like, oh, we have, like, 200 copies of Call of Duty Black Ops on the One and the PS4. And then we got, like, seven for the PS3 and the 360. And we would and sell then, like, know, like, two of them. I wish you would have like had that with Madden, and then you're like, and then there's like the one guy who comes in with Madden on the Wii. Oh, they did for a while. Like any, well, I don't know. I, oh, I know, I, I know. Any GameStop, like, you still- go in, their entire back room is filled with Madden's, FIFA's, 2K's, Call of Duties. At the time, it was Halo, and I'm trying to remember what was the other. What was the Just game Dance? that came out? Um, no, uh, Assassin's Creed, because they were oh, doing yeah, it yeah. every year. What was another game that came out like every year? Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, there was like we had like six different call. We had like hundreds of six different Call of Duties. Wasn't the, wasn't Battlefront like every year at one point? Too? Yeah, that was that was the other. One. I was like, I knew it was another war because there's always two. It's like 
there's always the two war games. Um, I guess there was also a lot of Halo because that's when they were doing like there was like that period was like Halo Three, Halo Three ODST, Halo Four, and Halo Wars were like all within like a five year period. Yeah, but uh, we have uh, a lot uh, of other shit to talk about. Basically, like basically, like a whole other presentation. The, the last thing I basically want to say about that gaming thing with Mass Effect is that, like, I feel like EA is still stuck in this, like, 360 PS3 era of game design where it's, like, we, like, our game needs to also be, like, a single-player game and also a multiplayer game and also, like, a service game. And, like, that's how we make money. And it's, like, like if you look at Sony, and I'm not, like, super into, like, a lot of Sony's first parties, but, like, they're, like, big-budget first-party games that sell like gangbusters and don't have like a digitized monetized store it's like you can do it like sony does it like why can't ea do it like why can't like i just like hope that mass effect is like a mass effect of old and not a mass effect of like the the recent history well the thing is that they don't want to like because they can't it's like i don't know i don't know they suck fuck ea um I, I haven't on. bought any. I haven't like besides Andromeda before that. Like I haven't bought an EA game since Mass Effect Three. The best. Uh, all it did. All you did was remind me of if you've never seen the. I haven't really watched any new episodes in a long time. There's a South Park episode about college football, and how they characterize EA in it is the best. Because <laughs> basically, it's like oh, how bad the college like sports programs are. And then it's like, yeah, they're really bad. And then EA's like, no, 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 we bought all the rights to everything. We're the ultimate bad guys. And that's what they do to them. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the... Let's spend uh, all of the time on the 8 million things that Disney decided to share oh with us yesterday. God. Strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen. We got Things you didn't know you needed, you now need. Okay, so let's... Let's recap. Disney yesterday had their big investor day. This is their big presentation announcing what's coming at the end of 2020 and beyond. A lot of stuff got announced, so let's get right into it. First thing they announced is over the next few years, we're going to get roughly 10 Marvel series, 10 Star Wars series, 15 Disney live action, 15 Disney animation, and 15 Pixar series, and 15 all new Disney live action, 15 Disney animation, and 15 Pixar movies on Disney+. Plus. So, I correction there. Because I'm I'm reading the tweet here. It says 15 Disney live action, comma Disney animation, comma and Pixar series. So I think it's just 15, 15 total, of like, not 15 each of, of those things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Plus 15 all new Disney live action, Disney afternoon, and Pixar features will be released on Disney My Plus. Mistake. My mistake. Yeah. But holy mother of God, that's a lot of content. <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the. Well, you're going to start, you're going to go through the timeline, by which the timeline is kind of broken into the Disney stuff, then Star Wars, then MCU, if I remember dashes, how the announcements... Dashes of TV sprinkled in there. Yes. But I guess I'm reading just from the tweets, from Disney's whole Twitter thread. There's a bunch of sports stuff, we'll say, and we're going to move on. Yeah. Um, uh, so they're adding stars onto Disney+. Plus. Is that the network... That had Ash yeah. versus Evil Dead and Penny Pennyworth. Yes. That's, not, that's not the same one. That's a different thing. Star is only in like uh, like Europe and everything. That's not for America. That's, that's not Star. Uh, 
Okay. Yes. Okay. That's why I. That's why I thought at first I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like, and how dare you say that one show's name? It does not exist, even though it's in season two, I believe. I like. I like that. I was like the network that has Ash versus the Evil Dead and and Pennyworth. Oh no, you cut out Penny. there because that 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 thing you said doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's but, also uh, the. It's also the 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 network that has the the one season of American Gods. Exactly. Uh, um, so what are these stars Parker, general entertainment content brands so the first big thing that disney came out and said was um right the new disney animated movie raya and the last dragon is coming to theaters and it's going to still have disney plus premiere access so i guess we're still trying that but uh well, so yeah we're basically going to pay 30 dollars for it i'm not i'll wait well i think yeah. the idea is that like we don't know when theaters will be able to be reopened or if like where I live, I don't know the closest theater to me is like done. They closed it like permanently. Yeah. Um, and it was, it got closed earlier than it would have. Cause it was getting close for other reasons. But like, I don't know when, like I'm in a high, I'm like in a hot zone. I don't know when anything's going to open. And if it's like 30 bucks and I go to like my wife's cousin's house and there's like eight of us that are going to watch it. Like, Thirty bucks is fine to split. Like, well, it's it's like funny because there's like a drive-in near me, but like none of uh, these movies jealous. are on. But none of these movies like they they do for drive-in, like because like I don't they, know if like the licensing is too high or, or something. But I'm, yeah, I'm gonna like, guess it's the licensing. licensing would be a problem. Yeah, because all this stuff is going to the big chains. Yeah, which that's a whole yeah. HBO. Oh, we might not we might not get to the HBO news today, did we? Uh, we can say it right now that HBO is releasing all this stuff for basically the entire 2020, 2021 straight to HBO Max. Yes. Which, uh, we, you know what? Like, after we get done talking about Disney, I'll do like a rapid fire thing about HBO Max. Okay. Okay. Um, but so let's like, let's rip through some of these show, like shows and movies. So, so we have, but, but like, I don't know if you, but, but, but basically, to start, like I don't know if you guys got like the news today about the FDA approving yes uh, the COVID nineteen. So it's like, you know, March fifth is like kind of kind of fucking close. I feel like, but like I don't know, man. Like I, I will I, say, like, this, I, I think it just like it depends on like how uh, how I, I able they're able to I get vaccine. I was just saying, I live in DC. My brother in law works for the FDA. My wife also works for the federal government. They are both scientists. Okay, so it got approved. The way that like the United States government bureaucracy works is cool. That will need still need like some other approvals and then to be distributed and then it gets distributed to like the most essential people and then like down the list. Yeah. So and it will take a long it's gonna be like So you're saying that me who wants to watch Raya and the Last Dragon in Theaters is not essential enough. So no. much. Unless you want to become a firefighter or an EMT worker, no. I'm joking. Or, although teachers, uh, John, you might be able to because I think they're considering teachers pretty high up there. Right yeah, now. aides or whatever. So that wouldn't. Uh, so uh, what about what about podcasters, guys? Come on. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's uh, continue. There's like yeah, a let's continue. So they uh, they started they they went to sports first. But um, yeah, we could just roll over that. Yeah, There's a bunch of yeah. sports stuff. I'm a sports person. Nobody else is here. I may you're, watch one of the sports. You're a things. sports person. Get out of here. One of the shows is by, is for someone I fucking hate. So fuck them for doing that. Is it Stephen A. Smith? 
Yes, fuck that guy. I, I don't know. I don't know why people hate that guy. I just like. I feel like he shows up in a meme every once in a while, and that guy seems like a loud jackass, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. You, you. That's what he is. He's a loud jackass, and he's made a career out of it. And he's by like basically he 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 sucks. He's like the problem. Like everything you don't like about like comic book or video game or name it journalism. Like he is that in sports. Like he's sports TMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I guess I start off with like the Hulu announcements. So we have the new series Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin and Martin Short reuniting and Selena Gomez has joined them. Not much is known about that, it. That's a grouping that makes sense. Sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean like like Steve Martin and Martin Short, like Oh no, they funny. make sense. It's the to Selena Gomez and they're like, We're gonna have these two sixty five year old comedians and like a thirty one year like is she even thirty? I don't know, man. I, I I like her in Spring Breakers. Like I I like I I kind of like some of her music. So, well, I'm not, not not like her music, but like I'm just saying, like her, like it just it's a weird combo for me. Like it feels very producery. Like oh, we got to give something for the it's a three quadrant show or four quadrant show. Um. So next is the true story of con artist Elizabeth Holmes. It's called The Dropout. It's going to be, and she's played by Kate McKinnon. So Kate McKinnon's going to I run. cannot wait. I listened to the podcast. My wife read the book. I cannot wait. The story is fucking crazy. And if anyone can do it, Kate McKinnon can. Because one of the big things about Elizabeth Holmes is she has a weird fucking voice. Oh, yeah. I think Kate McKinnon could. Uh, let's see. Dope Sick is a new series, drama series inspired by true events. It's going to have Michael Keaton, Peter Sarsgaard, and Rosario Dawson. Interesting. Did they say what that's about or just the name? Just the name. I wonder if it's about like people who had issues. I don't know yeah. if these three people did. Well, like- it's like it's it's like a it's like a drama series about people who are addicted to drugs. And yeah, it's like, it and is Rosario's done that before, like that kind of a show. Dope sick dealers, doctors, and the drug company that addicted America. So it is about. Oh, so it's going to be about um, pills, like Vicodin and shit. And uh, okay, I'm actually looking at some of the extra cast on here. Uh, will Poulter will be in it. Caitlin Dever will be in. Okay, that's a decent cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the next one is the Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Nine Perfect Strangers from David E. Kelly, which is crazy. I just finished watching. Um, what was the Nicole Kidman thing? Everyone was talking about HBO. Oh, the one with Hugh Grant? Yes. Um, unraveling. I know what undo- you're talking undoing, about. Undoing. Undoing. Uh, it was really good. She's a good fucking actress. Um, it's an interesting combo. Um, and David E. Kelly is David E. Kelly, so he has some big shows under his belt, so sounds good. Um, and then The Handmaid's Tale Season 4 is coming in 2021, but they also got renewed for Season 5, so watch the show that's cool yeah i saw um, season one i don't need to be that depressed next is fx the big new shows are coming exclusively to fx on hulu is the old man which is jeff bridges as a former cia operative forced to reconcile with his past down for it always uh, oh god american horror stories with a plural which is an anthology spirit spinoff wow. <laughs> it has it has its following like Ryan, the Walking Dead. Ryan Murphy needs to calm down. Um, platform is a scripted anthology. 
from B.J. Novak that uses the boldest issues of our times as a jumping-off point to tell a singular story about the world we live in. Um, this next one, which Lou and I were talking about, looks cool. It's from Taika Waititi. It is called Reservation Dogs. It is a half-hour comedy series about four Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation in eastern Oklahoma. That's yeah, I'm trying it. to see who the comedians are in it. It's 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 in development, so it's just starting its work. Yeah, because there is one um, that I really like. Uh, he was the guy that um, is on the kind of famous um, "How Did This Get Played?" episode. I can't. It's like Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's really good um, comedian. So I would like. I would hopefully because again, it's like the most marginalized group possibly. So it's uh, cool. the co-creator, the other co-creator is Native American. Yes. And like, Titan Watiti is like, you know, like, I'll basically watch anything that he is like a part of at this point. So. Yeah, same. And then the next big one is we're finally getting that Why the Last Man adaptation exclusively on FX Hulu. Finally. Yeah. Like, like, have you guys, have you guys ever read Why the Last Man? Yes. I read the first volume. I've yeah, read like, it uh, Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, like, and it'd be a good read right now. I think, it's like, I think, I think it's funny that, the, like, in the tweet, they're like starring Diane Lane, and it's like, oh, she played, it's like not starring oh. Yorick, or like, yeah, well, she's got to like, be the mom, right? I would well, assume, she's absolutely, absolutely. she's the biggest name in the cast, yeah. But, uh, and if it's not like I'm going really quickly through these, it's because I am, and there's a lot to get through, yeah. I know, I'm like, I'm gonna like tag ones that I think are interesting, which I think is the next one, which is. Um, Other fucking alien from FX from Noah Hawley. Like shit. No one's pants are dry. Everyone's wet. Like, could there be like a better combination? Like of let person and property. Up. Oh my god. I'm like, I'm like kind of okay on it. Like, I think it's just like over like 25 years. There's only been like alien she, isolation as like the good yeah, alien like the, properties. The first, so, the first two movies I, in one video game. I, I mean, like the Capcom Alien vs. Predator game in arcades yeah. is like very good, but yeah. Oh, like, isn't that the one that went to the Jaguar? No, I, you're thinking of the the FPS, which is uh, which is also which is also good. I'm talking about like the side scroller where you play as predators and humans against aliens. Oh, okay. But yeah. it's still just like the fact that you have the guy who did Fargo and Legion working yeah. on this. If you've never seen Legion, like. My my thought is because it's also called Alien that this is going to be much more in the vein of the original film and be much more horror space isolation oriented. That's here, except expect a scary thrill ride. So yeah, I think you're yeah. looking more in the horror section. Here. Yeah, I think it's going to be more like Alien than what we saw as in Aliens. Uh, yeah. The next one's also cool, which is Shogun. It's the um, novel Shogun, the classic James Clavel saga. Uh, the, Justin Marks, who worked on, who wrote the Jungle Book and top, the upcoming Top Gun Maverick, is adapting the epic with Rachel Kondo and producing it with Tim Van Patten. Is she related to Marie Kondo? Does... That is a joke, and you do not have to look it up. Please don't. Okay, I was like, I can't tell if you're being serious. Do you, do you even know? Do you know who Marie Kondo is? I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is getting four more seasons! Yeah, we were talking about this beforehand. It's like, well, yeah, because all of the stars have tried to do other TV shows and they've all failed. Uh, I mean, like, 
you know, it's like you can't really say Danny DeVito fails. No, no, no. He's yeah. not one of the four stars of the show. And and Charlie Day, like I, you know, he shows up. He's stuff he's the aberrant. I, I would say Danny DeVito is kind of the. He's separate from the core, like the four well, characters. Rob, Rob McElnery's gotten his own thing with um, the Ravens Quest show now on Apple TV. Yeah, now, he has I, the Apple TV show. There was what AP Psych or AP oh, Bio? AP Bio. I, I think they're all like the I think they're all like super talented people that also like at the same time are like in this perfect nexus of like as a group are like comedic like gold. Mm-hmm. And that's. That's, That's like it. the end, right? And then we hit into Star Wars, which we punch it to the light speed is what we do here. Yeah. In the first story, which is um, basically yeah. Mando season three, is happening. I think it comes out next December. Next Christmas. Uh, next Christmas. We have to wait a full year, um, which, and the season uh, ends next Friday. Who who's got two thumbs and hasn't seen uh, most of Mandalorian? Uh, this guy. I'm well, cool you're guy. you're missing out because it's fucking awesome. You're about to get spoiled because uh, they kind of reveal a spoiler here. Uh, oh, I don't, I, I don't care. Like, I'll probably forget about it anyways. Well, one of the like one of the shows is a spoiler. Yeah. So, oh, the, announced- the Ahsoka show. Yes. Then I'm speaking of what spinoffs in the timeline of the Mandalorian, which is Rangers of the New Republic, which I think is the Gina Carano show. They they said it's starring her. We'll see how long that last of hers things to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. why do you say that? Oh, you know, like we all know. trans people. I, yeah. And I will say, like, as somebody who's known about her for like a long time, being an MMA fan, like I'm not surprised. Like the people who make money by punching other people in the face tend to oh, be my. very conservative. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, sorry to sidestep because I know it's a packed show. There's like a Facebook group I'm a part of. That's like a local like pop culture shit group, and like someone shared a story up from like one of like the oh like Marvel super unhappy with like uh, Brie uh, Al, uh, yeah, Brie Larson with, uh, or Gina Carano. Brie Larson. Uh, Brie Larson, they're going to replace her with Gina Carano. And I like, I just like. Like, look, man, let's just ban everything from this site and also from, like... Uh, oh, so, Disney's going to replace an Oscar-nominated actress with a former MMA fighter? Yeah, man. It, it, whose best, whose best yeah, thing on her resume is, I'm not Ronda Rousey? She I was can... also... It's, like, also, she was a character named Angel Dust in Deadpool. Oh, was that her character's name? That was her character's name. Yeah. Because, yeah, her big things are Deadpool, Mandalorian, and then she starred in, although they redubbed her, what was it called? No, she was also in Fast Six. Fast Six, oh, that's right. She's the one that fights uh, Michelle Rodriguez. And then the next one, they they put Ronda Rousey, and everyone's like, oh, don't let her talk. Um, Which, also, to be fair, like, we can't rag on uh, Gina Carano for being transphobic, and then also, like bring up Rosario Dawson, who has, like, had also a history yeah. of transphobia. Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know. It, like, By the way, show is coming out next in the same timeline. Yes. yes. And then they're all yeah. gonna have, like, a Defender-style meetup at some point. But maybe yeah. not as, maybe a little more successful than Defenders was. So have they said, like, where does Mandalorian, like, I, I guess, like, yes. I, I guess, you like, a, with Ahsoka showing up, it takes it. place between three and four. No, it's five years after um, Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. 
Oh. Yeah, the oh, Empire doesn't that's exist. That's why people are like, they're just milking six to seven so hard. Okay, I got it. And then we got a small little sizzle reel for the Rogue One show. Now it's called Andor. Yes, which looks fucking awesome. So it'll take place before Rogue One and... Coming out in 2022. Yeah, Luna is awesome in it. Um, Uh, Wait, so do they have any of the characters from Rogue One? No. Besides Luna, they have not said. Uh, No, I think um, K2SO is in it. This seems like a very odd decision for them to do. Well, the only main character, the only characters that would be in it are him and K2. The rest of them just kind of come together in the movie. They're not together. But the two big other names they cast were Stellan Skarsgård and Fiona Shaw. Uh, yeah. And then, and then the next one is like kind of, I feel like, kind of fairly huge. The, you, the Obi Wan show, yeah, yeah. Christensen back as Darth Vader, ten, and yeah, Hayden Christensen's back as Darth Vader. I'm for it, and I think they kind of said so. It's going to take place ten years after Jedi. Yes. Can, yeah. Can you imagine, oh. like, can you imagine, like, hopping into a time capsule and like going back fifteen years and telling like star wars fans like in 15 years you're gonna be like so excited for like hank christensen to return as darth vader for a obi-wan kenobi tv show well that's what's interesting is that like this show and the andor show probably take place somewhat similarly in time Mm -hmm. and will probably have more tie-ins like mandalorian to Clone Wars and Rebels, the cartoons. Clone Wars, I think, more for the Obi-Wan show. Yes, because it will be before Rebels. Um, And Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I would say, and the game that came out uh, last year. All in Order? Yeah, because that ties into, like, Mandalorian, Rebels, Clone Wars, all that stuff as well. So, what's the deal with the Bad Batch? So, have you seen the Clone Wars, the news the last season? I'm not seeing it. Like, I saw, like, the original, like, 2D Gendy Tartoski Clone Wars, and that, and, and maybe, like, a handful of 3D ones, but that's kind of about it. Uh, well, you should go back and watch it, because there are, you can find lists of what episodes you should watch, and also watch Rebels, but the season they just launched, I think it's the first arc, right? Is the, is. Yeah, that's the only part I've seen, and it's an 80s action movie team. Yeah, the idea is that there are clones that don't come out right. But instead of getting rid of them, they use them as like specialized agents. That is why they are called the Bad Batch. So they are all still clones, but they are not perfect clones. So, so there's one they- that's like a tank. There's one that's like a kind of warpath, like the X-Men character. Yeah. There's one that's a sniper. There's a tech guy. Um... I'm trying to remember if there's another it, is one. Is it basically if you took the Marauders and mixed them with the Suicide Squad? Yes. But they're awesome. I mean, the Marauders and the Suicide Squad are pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like it's but it's more like they're still but like they're all brothers because they're clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also kind of like the other clones don't want to associate with them mm-hmm. because they're like fucked up and but they're also like think that they're like, well, we're more specialized. They're kind of like uh, they're kind of like an X-Force team, to go back to, like, X-Men. Got it. But moving on, we have Star Wars Visions, which, which, is, is, an, which is basically the Animatrix. And but Star Wars. But Star Wars. Yeah, did and they it, announce any uh, directors no. or... Yeah, like, um, 
I mean, like, I have, like, some, like, directors <laughs> and some, like, studios in my head. I would love to see, like, do I'm a sure Star Wars. I'm sure there's going to be big names because like i would love to see a studio trigger like 15 minutes short about star wars and they could Could just imagine like a jojo version of a star wars story oh Oh. yeah if they like if david productions had like a like a like a short yeah like i would be like so on board my hero academia but it's the jedi academy but yeah like that would fucking work real well actually yeah. Like, like you know, it's like if they got like the director of like Devil May Cry Baby, like, uh, uh, or like they got like Mappa or Bones or Trigger or like, yeah, there's like a ton of just like really great like animation studios like currently out here, and I kind of like, like I I feel like Peter Chung is like he's gonna be involved in this somehow because I feel Peter Chung is like involved in like every Americanized like. Uh, animation crossover thing with Japan, mm. which is like not necessarily bad. Like I, 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 I'm not like throwing shade at Peter Chung, you know, like the guy who did like Aeon Flux, you know. Yeah. But I, I feel he, he has a very distinct style when you see it. Yeah. Well, he did one of the Animatrix, didn't he? Yeah, he did like one of the pretty good ones. Like, yeah, the Animatrix like is you know hits eighty oh, percent of the time. Um, did he do the one with the the track star? He did. That's I, I like. All I had to do was think of the art, and like I immediately knew. No, he did the one where like they have like the big like Kabuki fight. Oh, which, okay, that's like a different one. Yeah, um, that one's just basically no talking. It's just all like ninja. Mm-hmm. It's like Matrix ninjas. Yeah. Um, the next story is which. Uh, creator of uh, Dear White People on Netflix is doing the Lando Calrissian miniseries for Disney Plus. Yeah, they said which Lando? They said both. uh, I saw that both are going to be involved. Oh. Like, they officially said both are involved. So, what would be fun, is my head, is that we have uh, Billy D. Williams retelling stories and then having um, yeah, having him actually doing the stories. You know what, what if, I mean? What if Billy D. Williams gets trapped into like a time portal and he like goes back to the past and he teams up with like his younger self and they go on like adventures together? If you watched Rebels, you would know that things like that in Star Wars are possible. Well, now I know. <laughs> okay, now this next one I'm really interested in. This sounds real interesting. Okay, so it's Leslie Headland, who, if you have not seen on Netflix, she co-created the show Russian Doll. She is doing a Star Wars series on Disney Plus called The Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Now, the High Republic era is Disney's latest like publishing line in terms of like their new story, in terms of like books and comics and everything. So. Is that not the era of the Skywalker stuff? This is before everything. So yeah, it's like, not the Knights of the. It's not the Old Republic. It's before the Knights of Ren. Is it like in the like the? Is it like in the the year like four twenty? Yeah, but like the Knights of Ren are because because it's the High Republic. So it's 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 okay. So here it is. It is uh, High Republic sub era, the Age of Republic, two hundred years before the events of the Skywalker saga, eight hundred years after the fall of the Old. Okay, so it's the in-between of the Old Republic and 
what the movies gave us. Yeah. Because the Old Republic is the Mandalorian Wars. Yeah. So it's the, it is the post of that. It's like the Second Republic. Phase one is Light of the Jedi. There is going to be one short story that comes out December 15th. And then starting next January, you're going to have like a bunch of books, two adult novels. And I'm assuming a bunch of comics. Well, you're going to have one adult novel in January, middle grade novel in January. How, how, how adult are we talking here? Like Black Series? DC Black Label? I was gonna go with Vader's like how burnt is it? God. <laughs> is, oh, it is it is it a hydraulic bump? Um and then again yeah, you have your young adult novel in February and an adult novel in July, and then you're gonna have a couple other novels released, and then you have two comic series. The first comic, which is Star Wars The High Republic, starts <laughs> in January sixth. And that is by Kevin Scott. It's from Marvel. And then Star Wars The High Republic Avengers is Daniel Jose Older, and it's IDW. And that's with the Yoda one. But yeah, I think that's really cool. I think I'm really excited to discover that new era. So, yeah. The next one we have is a special Star Wars adventure called A Droid Story featuring R2-D2 and C-3PO. Boy, I'm sure not tired of these characters. Well... I don't know. I, it's a special, so I'm guessing it's going to be like really short. I hope and so. I don't want a whole series of this. No, we already so, have like a short. So I saw someone post about the like they posted like, like the big image of like all the different like Star Wars shorts, and I saw like that one there, and I thought I read it at first as uh, the Droid Show, and I thought and like I like instantly in my head it's like. Uh, it's like a late night show starring KTSO and oh, BB-8. Like, that would with, like, be with, so good. Let's know Space Ghost, but with yeah. KTSO. And, and Max Rebo are like the the house band, and they interview different characters within the Star Wars universe. I feel like it should just be like they interview other droids, and like just to talk shit about the humans. I like <laughs> the, the biological beings. Um, um. Repo just comes on and starts saying like hurts words just to let loose. Oh man, <laughs> I'm just okay. gonna try to like move. So, so I want to skip the next one because it's not Star Wars, but it's still Lucas. Right, let's go to the big, the last big Star Wars one because it's probably oh, one of the biggest. Uh, well, like, well, so like real quick, Willow was announced. Well, no, that was that, the one I, I was skipping. I, I, like, I, I only like the, the only reason why I want to bring this up. I've never seen Willow. Uh, How dare you, sir? How the only, God the only, damn dare you. The only thing I know Warwick Davis from is I've seen all the Leprechaun films. You've seen Harry Potter, in. though. Fuck you. He was oh, Harry- is he in Harry Potter? He oh, has he like several one of the- different characters in him. Look, man, he's all under makeup, so, you know, it's like... No, in one of them, he's not. He just has a mustache. Look, man, look, man, I didn't want to bring it up here, but I, I don't like Harry Potter, so... Oh, I don't like Harry Potter either, so... Yeah, sure. oh. Well, then we can move <laughs> on! All right, uh, so... The next yeah, Willow. If it, it, he fucks, yeah, it's the best. Wait, Warwick Davis fucks in Willow? Yeah, he has a kid at the end. Oh my god, I gotta see Willow, dude. How have you not seen Willow? It's a movie starring Warwick Davis, and then make, make, um, because I mean, like, Cal Kilmer I mean, is like sword and sandals. Han Solo. I mean, like, I, like I, I've seen Labyrinth, but I feel like a lot of like those '80s fantasy films, this is like a Willow, this is a Legion. Comedy. And the 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 never ending story, kind of like a lot of that shit, like just like passed me by. Uh, Willow's like 
a comedy version of Lord of the Rings, and instead of having actors play hobbits, they have actual little people. Uh-huh. All right. So you know what? Fuck it. We're just gonna get through these news now, really quickly. Um, they're doing another Indiana Jones. It's James Mangold directing it. It's supposed to be the last one. Harrison Ford's coming back. Man, He's did you want to? Yeah, did you want to see Harrison Ford be a Sean Connery in an Indiana Jones film? Well, guess what? You're about to see it in 2022. You right. see, I didn't want this movie, but you saying that kind of sold me on the idea. It's like, well, it's funny because like we were talking, me and a friend were talking about this like last night about like. It'd be kind of neat if they brought back Shia LaBeouf because he's kind of like rehabilitated his career, and then like all oh, the shit with Shia LaBeouf came out in the last twenty four hours. Oh, I don't even know what all the shit is. What oh. did he do? Uh, oh uh, wait, is... is it the thing where he's in like Mexican face? No, no. Jack... His what? his former girlfriend basically is suing him for like emotional damage and battery, battery and all this other shit, and then uh, Shia LaBeouf like basically gave a statement about being like. Yeah, like, I was, like, a really bad alcoholic, and basically said, like, in no uncertain terms, like, he he did everything that he did, and he feels really bad about it, and he needs help, and it's like, it's like well, like, that, like, that, like, period of, like, Shia LaBeouf, like, uh, welcome back to her has kind of, you know, been derailed. Yeah. And then, um, next is, just gonna get to this quickly. Uh, Tomi Adeyembe's New York Times bestselling novel, Children of Blood and Bone, which I've heard of, but I've never read, is being developed by Lucasfilm in partnership with 20th Century Studios. This coming-of-age adventure follows a young African girl's quest to restore magic to her forsaken people, the Magi. I think it's like like very interesting, like, what is being set up as a Disney film and what is being set up as a 20th Century Studios film. Well, I think it's also stuff that, like, rights-wise, Fox may have still had. Maybe, but like I think, like I, yeah, I, I, I well, yeah, I think we'll get into it like a little bit later when we start seeing like 20th century Fox revivals that are happening and like what they kind of chose. But yeah, like it honestly could be like maybe like the tone of the film is not not like it's like they're restructuring that basically anything that was like Miramax or Buena Vista at one point is now being like 20th century Fox and not necessarily under the Disney label. And I will say, I don't think that's a bad idea. Like, if you're, if you, if something's in the Disney label, it will be, quote, family friendly. And then all their not so family friendly stuff under 20th century would not be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Which is what they did in the past. And they have, well, they have Miramax, and then they have like two or three other ones they used to do that with. Um, I can't remember them right now. Uh, but they Miramax used to do that in the past, know. like all the time. So, like, I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, but yeah, like, Taito Watiti is doing a new Star Wars franchise. And that's then, rad. Here for it. That's rad, but the biggest news, and the one that made me, like, pee my pants with excitement because I was so happy, uh, Patty Jenkins is doing a motherfucking Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah, man. Uh, this has got to like, be a big fuck you to Warner Brothers, right? Am I going to need Am I gonna need an expansion pack to watch this movie? Uh, N64 days, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, like, hey, man, it's like they, they got pack. WWE got uh got James Gunn for a film, and they get Patty Jenkins for a film. It's it's also coming out in 2023, so it is a long way off. But the fact that it's even happening is fucking rad. I think well, it's like also like funny. Like Patty Jenkins was originally supposed to be doing Thor: The Dark World years ago, and then she was basically like let go to you know, and and they hired like some dumbass fucking Game of Thrones director 
who made like the worst Marvel, Marvel film mo- with the worst MCU movie. And then you know, Patty Jenkins went on to go do uh, Wonder Woman. So like, I'm like hoping that Patty Jenkins got like a big fat payday from Star Wars oh, for this. I'm sure she did. Um, yeah, like trying to speed up a little bit because we have the whole MCU to get to. Are you saying uh, you don't want to go over this Net Geo stuff? Yeah, there's no. a bunch of Net Geo stuff. If you like animals and nature, good for you. Chris Hemsworth yeah. and Mul- well, uh, now it's time for Disney Plus itself. So yeah. I'll get to that too. Yeah, um, so Mighty Ducks Mighty TV Ducks. show. There's a trailer. TV show. I, Gordon like, Bombay, our favorite, like, our favorite story that starts off with someone getting into UI is back. I, I love the Mighty Ducks, like, unironically. Like, uh, I oh, think- I love it too. So like I'm kind of ex- like we saw the preview for it like I'm I'm not like super high on it but like I'll watch I'll watch twelve episodes of a Mighty Duck TV show. Oh, this I, is have like you seen oh, the cartoon show. I have. Has uh, I've I've seen a handful of episodes. I do not like it. It is uh, a, it is a show that exists. I will say like the shows they announce as like family friendly shows are kind of all home runs. Mighty uh, Ducks as like a family friendly like kid show home run. The next the one. About, well, so the thing about the Mighty Ducks TV show, like the Mighty Ducks animated show from the 90s, also existed, I feel like, at a time where Disney tried to rebrand itself as being like edgy. So you had like the Mighty Ducks and then the Quack Pack, which was like, oh, Huey Dewey Louie as, as angsty teenagers. Stop it. Don't yeah. remind me of that garbage. Anyway. Um, the next thing we have is Josh Peck. In a Turner and Hooch uh, TV show, which is like the first of, I was like, oh, like this is the 20th Century Fox back catalog. You decided to kind of oh, go back I, to. Hold on, I was, I was correction. That was Touchstones. That was still technically Disney. Turner and Hooch. Oh wow. Well, they also said Alien was also. Uh, I mean, like Alien. Alien seems like a slam dunk. Like it's like, yeah, yeah of course. It's like well, but people have been worried about it. Like, oh, they're going to Disneyfy it. Well, no, they gave it to the fucking crazy guy. Like, if, which like, also, they, also like if Disney, they're working with Howley still. Like, if Disney announced like that Die Hard film was Charlie Theron and Tiffany Haddish, like at at that Disney thing yesterday, I was so fucking happy. Uh, That'd be amazing. But yeah, but yeah, the next one is. Big Shot, which is set in the world of high school women's basketball, starring John Stamos. John Stamos, so, stay away from those young teenage girls. Well, the other actress, I, I, I'm looking Yvette, at her. Uh, Yvette Brown, I've seen in a million things. She's great. We all have. Um, um, before we get to the next story, really quick, I do want to point out they did have a brief mention of they are working on the Percy Jackson TV show, which I am hyped for. Let's go. Did they talk about like that reboot of Home Alone? No. That seems like a big like slam dunk that I'm kind of surprised Disney didn't like announce. Well, they got a couple slam dunks in here. Um, well, it's hard to make a movie about a kid being stuck home alone when everybody's trapped at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this next one is the Mysterious Benedict Society. I've never heard of it, but Tony Hale and Kristen uh, can't say her Kristen, name. Uh, Kristen Schaal. Kristen Shaw yeah. are in it. Yeah, so, yeah. That's and awesome. it's like two great actors. Yeah, sure, I'll watch that. Yeah, um, uh, they cut a giant check to the worst people in the world, and we can move on. Yeah, let's, <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping this part now. Um, Disney Studios had their update. Uh, they're doing a Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney+, Plus because... Yeah, we, we all watch it. We paid, and we watched the live thing that they did, which was pretty fun. 
I was going to say, y'all made this popular. So if y'all, I've heard literally someone say, like, I don't want to do a sequel. I'm like, then don't watch the movie every Halloween. That's on me. It's a good Halloween movie, except for the fact that they talk about, like, a 15-year-old's virginity a lot. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not on my rotation of Halloween films, but, like, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, it's like, it's for people. That hey, they reused, work. They reused that cat, that animatronic cat they built for Serena the Teenage Witch. Uh, uh, were they rebooting Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron? Yeah, I like, that's, think that's a slam dunk. That seems like a weird thing for them to kind of pull back, but yeah, sure. Having just watched that movie recently, it, the concept <laughs> could easily work of, like, three single professional men, like, who are party, like, bachelors, ending up with a baby and they don't know who the dad is, but it's one of theirs. And having to kind of raise it and all mature, like, it it really could work. It's a very fun film with a very odd B-plot that involves heroin. Um, and then they announced three new movies of athletes, so sports. Um, they announced a new original movie called Flora Ulysses about a young comic book fan and her superpowered squirrel sidekick. How is this n- an original yeah. film and not a Beverly Cleary book? <laughs> right? <laughs> How is this not Squirrel Girl? I don't know. This pretended Squirrel Girl. I don't know. Um, they're bringing it back cheaper by the dozen, but it is from the producer of Blackish. It is centered on a blended family of twelve, and Gabrielle will starve. Yeah, makes sense. I love Gabrielle Union. Maybe Tom Welling will be her husband in it. That would be funny. God, um, uh, there's a new Diary of a Kid, No Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie coming out. I'm going through everything. Didn't they already do a live action Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Animated. Yes, they did like animated. I think they did three uh, live action movies. Yeah. And then, whatever. They're doing a new Ice Age movie starring the two Possum Brothers and Simon Pegg's character. Simon Pegg's coming back. Simon sure. Pegg needs a payday. Sure, why not? There is an animated Night at the Museum movie coming out next year. Sean Levy's producing. I'm excited for this. I like all three of those I movies. don't know how they're doing an animated Night at the Museum, but a live action Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Let I feel like that needs to be flipped. On. Let me get to it. Hang on. Um, embark and uh, day confirmed Jungle Cruise is still coming into theaters July 2021. That movie looks rad. It does. I mean, sure. I mean, I, yeah. but if you theater, like The Rock, you'll like it. Um, they are doing a prequel to The Lion King, the live action one. Barry Jenkins <laughs> is confirmed to direct. <laughs> Do you think a prequel to The Lion King is because it's obviously going to be about? Young Scar and Young story. Mufasa. Do you think it's going to be like the movie starts out with like like the whole entire thing with the wildebeest and Mufasa like climbing up and like Scar does the thing with like Long Live the King. I think it's a and flashback. He, and he flips him off and before like Mufasa like hits the wildebeest like yeah, that's me. You might be wondering <laughs> how I got here. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it takes place about eight years ago. And then you just hear, out here in the fields. Uh, <sighs> the next big news the Little Mermaid cast holy shit oh Little Mermaid cast is phenomenal to say the Have least singer Halle Bailey as Ariel David Diggs as Sebastian Javier Bardem as King Triton Jacob Tremblay as Flounder Melissa McCarthy as Ursula Jonah Howard King as Prince Eric and Aquafina as Scuttle I just can't be excited is, for any oh Scuttle's the Seagull. Seagull. I just, 
I just can't be excited for any of these live actions. Like I, li- I like the last, I'm last one. Reed and I'm here for Javier. And I'm here for Melissa McCarthy as Ursula because that sounds interesting. Like I, the last one I saw was Aladdin, and oh, I thought Aladdin cool. was like fairly like like I have not seen that one. Dude, I've only off. seen Beauty and the Beast. A friend like me is like the best part about that movie, and like the rest of the movie is just like I don't I don't get like the choices. I've I've listened to the song. I like the animated one better. Oh don't yeah, watch, don't watch Mulan. It's not good. That's what I've heard. I'd rather watch like any other like Chinese action movie like that. Like I'd rather watch Crouching Tiger. Yeah, I would rather like, just watch animated Mulan, where yeah. you have where you have like hot characters singing about wanting to be like men and shit. Yeah, but, if uh, I want to watch Ming Na Wen, I'll watch Mandalorian. But like, uh, speaking of live action animated films, like Siler spoiled earlier, we are getting a Chippendale rescue ring. You brought it up like an hour ago. Oh, I thought you had... Oh, oops, whatever. Chip, that was before uh, we started recording. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Chip is being played by John Mulaney. Dale is Andy Samberg. is directed by Akiva Shaver of the Only Island. Just for those three names alone, I am sold. I am in. My only like, guess is that, like, it will be Rescue Rangers, but humans, like, a six... Like, I, I think live action is probably... It's probably just, like, CGI, and they look more realistic. I think... So... My hope is kind of like, did you guys see like the Tom and Jerry film that's coming out? Yeah. What did with Mary Poppins? And I think it'd be really neat if like, like all the characters, like the the Rangers and Fat Cat and his crew, are all like two D animated characters or like on like three D rigs, but like look like two D characters. And then like everyone else is like, you know, live action. Like I'd be totally fine with that. I just don't want like so like a Muppets movie, but instead of Muppets, they're like well, animated characters. Well, well, I mean, it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yeah, but with the Rescue Rangers. Did it's you like, guys? I I just don't want the Spurfs. Did you guys yes. um, Mary Poppins Returns? No. Yeah, I saw that movie. I would kind of love it if they did it in that sort of animation. Like, ugh, man, that movie is like so sad because it's like it comes so close to being good, and then there's like a 45-minute song where, like, everyone's on bicycles, and, yeah. like, all the Lin-Manuel Miranda songs are just dragged that movie down so bad. Um, well, because like, he's not a great singer. He's good at writing. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily his singing. It's, like, like, I, I will say, if you want to watch anything that's, like, good about that movie, like, there's, like, a scene where Lin-Manuel Miranda and Poppins are on stage, and they sing, like, a song about, like, what's inside of a book. I think that's what the name of the song is called. It's fucking great. It's like there's like yeah, penguins and they're and they're drawn and they're like in this drawn world and it's like oh like Disney could still fucking do 2D animation and it looks great. How come we can't do this anymore, you guys? That's the animation I want for Chip and Dale. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the next we have here is um. We need to start ripping through this stuff faster. We have not even touched on Marvel yet. No. Uh, Disney live action uh, Pinocchio is getting a live action remake exclusively to Disney Plus. Tom Hanks is Geppetto. Robert Zemeckis directing. Great. I'm in. Uh, not as excited as I am for the Pinocchio that's being done by Guillermo del Toro and the writer of Over the Garden Wall. Yes. Oh, so the movie where Pinocchio fucks with his nose because <laughs> that's what Guillermo del Toro is going to do. All right, then the next one, the director of the um, Peach Dragon remake, which is a really fucking good remake, I would highly recommend it, is doing a Peter Pan and Wendy movie. Uh, 
Yara Shadini from Blackish is going to be Tinkerbell, and Jude Law is Captain Hook. I just can't. It's like I feel like they like we're done with Peter Pan. I just feel like every studio, like five to ten years, like tries to do Peter Pan, and just like it's just like a horrible disaster. And I just don't. It's because it's it's one of those things that's uh, what do you call it? It's um, public domain, so it doesn't matter. It's technically not public domain, but yeah. uh, Like I just like I'm just like kind of curious, like how they're gonna handle like Tiger Lily and the Native Americans, which I feel like. which I feel like has always been the well, like, hey man, two thousand. The last time they did it, it was hor- horrific. Yeah, remember 2015's Pan, where they hire Rooney Mara as Tiger Lily? We should watch that movie for Movie Party because that movie's absolutely wild. not. You <laughs> mean you mean the Pan film, the Peter Pan movie, where they sing "Smells Like Teen Spirit"? Yep. <laughs> All right, I'm Sorry. gonna I'm gonna take over and rip through these faster. We're gonna get an Enchanted sequel called Disenchanted. We're getting cool. Sister Act three. Produced by Tyler Perry, starring Don't Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> characters for Raya. These ones I don't care about. Yeah, um, we already did Raya. Uh, there's a Baymax, Utopia, Tiana, and Moana TV shows happening. Three and, out of the four seem cool. Which they already awesome. did a Baymax. Didn't they already do a Baymax one for Disney? Uh, there's a Big Hero Six animated TV show that's like kind of neat, but animated pretty badly. So like that's also like kind of my fear with like a lot of these things. It's like, is it going to be animated well? Because if it's not animated well, it's like you got a cool story, but everything looks like garbage. Lou, before you start ripping through the rest, I want to mention this series really quick. Apparently what happened is that the people behind this entertainment company made an animated like short whatever that says, and literally the title was like, we're going to be better than Disney. And Disney noticed, and that's how we got this series. Which one? Smart. Iwaju, or however you say it. I'm not oh sure. yeah, the next one. Um, Iwaju. Um, so that is a Disney Animation and Pan-African Entertainment Company, Kuwagali, I'm sorry, will team up to create an all-new science fiction series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Looks rad. Uh, looks rad. The next one is Encanto. Um, takes place in Colombia. It's a family living in a magical home directed by Brian Howard, Jared Bush. Uh, yeah, and this is basically the next uh, animations like numbered animation studios film. Right. Like yes. after Rhea and the whatever dragon. Yeah, all this, so all this Pixar stuff we can skip except for okay. Yeah, Souls coming out, that's going to Disney Plus. And then what's the other Pixar thing? thing turning is, red? No, the big thing Turn, is that three series. Turning red look and turning red looks cool. Like turning red's also directed by the person who did Bow. Like so they have three series but, plus. They have an up spin-off, they have a car spin-off and they have an original series called Win or Lose about a middle school softball team and a weakling of perspective, and each episode is told in perspective of a different character. Yeah. And then uh, turn the it into a red panda, oh, next, right? Their next film is yeah. Luca, it's in Italy. Then oh yeah, Luca looks great. Then it's turning like, red. Luca I'm like very excited for. Then it's turning red. Alright, and now and, we can get to the big part of Pixar, which is a Buzz Lightyear, the character, not the toy, Backstory origin movie, origin film, uh, animated so Pixar movie, voiced by Chris Evans. So it's like the property that the toy is based off of. Yes, exactly. Yes. Which there was also a cartoon of the same yep. thing, um, but this is like a 3D render. Uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Yes, which I have. from what they said is that the way they they imagined Buzz Lightyear is that he was the toy of this character from a crazy cool big 
action blockbuster movie, and then they're like, all right, we're probably going to make that movie. Yeah, which is like a super great idea. Like, I would much rather see, like, L- Lightyear, a Toy Story, than, like, Toy Story 4 or Toy Story 5. Because like yeah, to yeah. me, like, because to, to me, like, Toy Story three is the end of the sh- is is the end of the franchise. Like, oh, I, I have not seen four, and I don't know if I ever want to. Don't. Same, don't. same here. I watch. I like. I predominantly watch animated shit. Like, I kind of don't really care about watching Toy Story four. Yeah. All right. So like, let's get into Marvel. So we start with a second trailer for WandaVision, which comes out in January. This show looks fucking crazy. It seems like Wanda's being manipulated somehow. We get to see adult uh, Monica Rambeau, and it's... It just looks so cool. And America it, Chavez shows up in the show. Yes. Yeah, that's what we learned. Is America she, Chavez. She, she, Dr. Yes. Yeah, uh, no, Dr. Strange, she's in. Uh, I'm lo- oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, Dr. Strange. Yeah, there's, yeah it's, there's a whole bunch. So, yeah. Because this is the one that's already been filmed. It's coming out in a couple months. And this is the one where Kat Denning is in it, uh, Monica Rambeau, I don't know if there's... And Randall Park. And it seems like they're keeping Wanda... Like, maybe Wanda had a mental break. This also ties into all the stuff we've heard about um, her being the villain in Doctor Strange or the antagonist, um, and also tying into possibly Spider-Man 3. Well, Doctor Strange 2... Is the next thing that they talked about, too. Yes. Is that's going to tie into WandaVision and the next Spider Man? But yes, have Rachel McAdams is back, she went to Ajia 4, uh, America Chavez is making her debut. Awesome, which Rachel, McAd- uh, Rachel McAdams is a big story. And then he yeah, was uh, Ziatil Gonzal- Gomez as America Chavez, which is cool. And Sam Raimi is directing, confirmed. Great, yep, and it ties Falcon. in directly into WandaVision and Spider Man. Falcon Winter Soldier coming March 19th, and we got a full trailer. and it looks great. Fuck yes. And conceptually, I think it's very poignant what they did because it seems like uh, what's his name? Kurt Russell's son? Wyatt Russell. Is basically like Trumpian Captain America. Oh, uh, yeah. And- yeah, he's he's John Walker, the US agent. Yes, but he's kind of not playing John Walker. He's playing the other because there's like five or six Captain Americas. He's playing he is John Walker, but they're pulling more from one of the other guys. But we did see um, Echo is in this, and Echo is being played by a deaf Native American actress, which is awesome because the character is deaf. The girl yeah, the which, yes. which also Echo is a you know predominant like Daredevil the character, Daredevil, which ties into a lot of the other rumors, which we'll end up getting to. Um, but yeah, Echo was Ronin for a time in the comic. She was the first Ronin in the comic books. Um, that showed up before Secret Invasion, which we'll also talk about. I do like the little back and forth we have here between Sam and Bucky in this trailer. Oh, yeah, it's great. And this one canyon scene reminded me in a good way of the begin- like early part of Independence Day, and yeah. it's fucking cool. Um, That's what Black Widow is still coming to theaters in May. In May. Then we got the trailer for Loki, which... Looks fucking crazy. Yeah, wait. man. Like, did you ever think that basically, like, the pitch for Loki was going to be like, what if Loki was also part of Marvel's Men in Black, and Which, also, uh, and also a Quantum Leap? And also, yeah, it's Quantum Leap Men in Black. Yeah, because they're saying it, it's um, what do you call it? Like, it's a a thriller, I believe is the term they use. It's, it's what they described it as is, and I'm looking up right. Here. 
it like basically yeah it basically looks like him going like working with some organization going through the time stream to fix like time anomalies but yes. at some at some point he like messes stuff up because he's Loki and they do like the bit where he tries to run to become president because he has a total vote Loki button yes and we have Owen Wilson in it which is really interesting where he's got his hair cut short he's got he so, looks really Howard Stark uh, he yeah. looks like John Slattery I hope he's a Peter Henry Gyrick Ooh, that would be interesting. And we'll get to some of that in a little bit. But yeah, this show looks crazy. The TVA is the group. They have been around. I think they're like a Kirby creation, maybe? Maybe. They're like, a, they're like a 60s or 70s thing. Oh, um, God. Wilson. They're the time variance something. But yeah, we see stuff. There's stuff from what looks like a, a Cap, Black Widow. There's like a whole bunch of little intercut things. <laughs> like the people next- were... People are like, oh, it's like it's that that moment where it's like like someone flies over and it looks like Black Widow is sitting next to like the giant rock where she killed herself. Yeah, and but it's a yeah. The big money shot is when he just goes, Heimdall, you better be ready, jumps out of the airplane and the Bifrost catches in midair. Yeah. yeah, like which I feel like is like, what if Mission Possible was also superhero? Yeah. I'm cool with that. The last few were great. But uh and yeah, and then we got like "What If" the animated series, like yeah, which is the last thing we'll get with um, trailers. Well, no, well, not just that, but with uh, what's his name playing T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman, did voice this. Who I will say, props to Marvel for coming out and saying we are not going to recast T'Challa. Yeah, I'm like so excited for like "What If" Agent Peggy Carter was also Captain Britain. Oh like, yeah, like, like, yeah it's, like, it's T'Challa as Star Lord. It's Marvel Zombies. It's something with Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And I did like the whole Watcher thing was cool. Yeah, well, like, and I think the Watcher is like the through line. Like he's like the fabric that like that sews all these stories together. Yeah. Um. We got kind of like the confirmed cast for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, and it's going to come out next July. Uh, again, it's basically everybody we already knew is going to be in it. It has a great cast. We got say, a, Razor Fist is a nice touch, but then we got a Miss Marvel sizzle reel. Yes, a Miss Marvel sizzle reel, and we got some glimpses of what the costume design might be. There's some like footage. a. Yes, a couple, yeah, some footage. I love that she's actually a kid, which I think is going to be a through line for a lot of the stuff we're going to see from the MCU in this round. Yep, because um, like, we have American Chavez, we have her, we have like some of the other characters they'll be announcing later. Yep. It's like, they got they got a Young Avengers crew building up. Yep, uh, announcement for Captain Marvel 2, bringing Brie Larson back. Which is also going to have Miss Marvel. Uh, and Monica Rambeau, and... Um, Directed by the woman who's doing the Candyman remake, so. Ooh. Oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, like that movie looked good. Yeah, I can't remember. And, uh, and, and then, like, also yeah. the the new actress from Miss Marvel will also be in Captain Marvel too. Yes. Yeah. Um, basically, a very little bit about um, Eternals, except that it's going to be an epic story spanning thousands of years. They're like, hey, Eternals supposed to be out last month. Will be out next year. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye, which we. There were some leaks of like set photos 
um, where we got to see Haley uh, Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. And the I think best there was some, guy. Yeah, some, and they had the dog in the photos too. Yeah, man. Um, Pizza dog. And then this next one is She-Hulk. They confirmed Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters. Tim Roth is coming back as Abomination, and Mark Ruffalo will also appear in the series. I'm like so excited for She-Hulk. I want that show yeah. to be so good. I, I love Tatiana Maslany. So, uh, what is she in? She was from Orphan Black, and she was also in Perry Mason. They don't see either of those, so she won an Emmy. That's cool. Uh, they uh, announced that Moon Knight stole a thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Moon Knight looks cool. Uh, the, I guess this is where we start to get into stuff that is new that we did not know about. So the first one is Secret Invasion. So starring Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, Ben Mendelsohn uh, is returning as Talos. So this will be um, a Disney Plus show. A Disney Plus show. I'm not like super high like on the comic of Secret Invasion. Like it has its moments, but like it also kind of like wastes a lot of time. So I'm kind of like I don't know. It's a good thing to like fix some issues if they want to yep um i think this is where we start to get into again connecting to younger characters uh also coming soon to disney plus um Riri williams in ironheart an original series that's so cool pretty good like uh, now she's only done two movies to her name uh judas and the black messiah she'll be in and it feels oh i cannot wait for that movie too so, uh, and then we also got announced Don Cheadle's returning as Rhodey, uh, War Machine, and Armor Wars, also an original series. Um, Which the big idea is what if Tony Stark's armor falls into the wrong hands? Yep. Yeah. Uh, pulling from the comic, the 70s comic, I think. Which I kind of feel like also wasn't that the story of Iron Man 2 and Iron I mean, Man 3? Yeah. Iron Man 2 is like the like a bad version. Iron Man 3 is extremists. Yeah. Uh, well, um, getting a goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Directed uh, by James Gunn. Written and directed by James Gunn. I get uh, it. And a baby group, uh, baby group uh, sh- series of shorts. We have confirmation that Christian Bale is the villain of Thor 4, and he will be yeah. Gore God Butcher. Yeah. And Thor Love and Thunder is coming out May 2022. Which basically, uh, kind of, which basically also kind of confirms that, like, this movie's going to be based around the Jason Aaron version of Thor. Yeah, which they pretty much have said, I think. Um, like, then, I mean, like, yeah. yeah. We have confirmation Blade is, that Blade, Blade is still happening. Yeah. happening. Ant-Man uh, 3 has a title, which is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yep, and Casey Lang uh, will be in the movie. As Catherine Newman. Yeah, Catherine Newman will be playing Casey Lang. I don't know if she was in the yes. other movies. She was not. I she wish was not. Could, yeah. I wish Quantum Mania was also in the WrestleMania font. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the next one is the big, big story, right? So, well, no, hold on. They said that they're, like we said, they're not going to recast uh, T'Challa. But yeah, the big story here is that we want, not only got a Fantastic Four uh, confirmation for the MCU, but it will be directed by John Watts, a.k.a. the man who directed the last two Spider-Man movies. Which I like. I like Homecoming, and I like Far From Home. I don't know if like that's the guy you want to get See, to direct a Fantastic Four film. I I disagree. I would say yeah. I think it's a good idea because what Homecoming, specifically Homecoming, does is addresses the Peter is just a kid from a small neighborhood, like family, like very small, like building those interpersonal relationships 
which mm. pretty much none of the other Fantastic Four movies have done. Uh, except for the Corman version. Yeah, but that's like... That doesn't count. I get it. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I think, like, also, like, I feel like for Fantastic Four film, you need, like, someone who's kind of, like, an exciting, like, director, like, stylistically. Like, I just... It didn't take two... I just feel like... It's like you don't want like a Tim story to happen again. You know, it's like you get the guy from Barbershop to do a, a, a superhero action film, and it just like lacks like any impact or like does not. No, but have he's any... already. But this guy's already done two superhero action films. You know who's been talking about doing a Fantastic Four movie for like years now is Peyton Reed. Uh, I would rather have uh John Watts. The, I would rather have the Spider-Man director than the Ant-Man director. And well, I, I guess, and I say that as someone who actually like really likes the Ant-Man films, like, but like the Ant-Man films also are like not they don't really have like any kind of like personality to them, like like filming-wise. Yeah, and what I will say is like I think what we have never seen live action-wise for Fantastic Four is like the idea that this is the first family of the Marvel universe. And I feel like having the guy who did homecoming and family is kind of a big part of that. And like the close, like it's a small cast really in a homecoming. Like it's really a small cast. And I think that's what you kind of need to do. And I think you could also get what you get some of in homecoming where I don't know, maybe it's me, but I feel like homecoming has a very like eighties movie vibe to it. Yeah. Um, And I think that could work like, thematically like in how you like set them up like not that they would be from the 80s but like my 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 always thought is to have them be like time displays that they're actually from like the 50s or the 60s i would love that idea uh possibly i think like also at the end of the day it's like this movie is going to be it's like carried on the backs of like three characters it's you know whoever you cast is sue whoever you cast is ben Grimm, and whoever you cast is dr doom which i assume like you know, Doctor Doom is in the first movie. Like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things you could go Mole Man. <laughs> you could do Mole Man. You could do Puppet Master. Yeah, I almost think like you don't like you would have Doom around, like, um, as like somebody who was with them maybe when they got time to. I don't know. I wouldn't do that either. I don't know. Like, I feel like you want to hold on to Doom, but you don't know. Kang is. You know, Kang is in Ant Man, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew this was going to happen. It would be interesting in, to me if they came, if they start and they already have the kids. Like, I wouldn't mind them already having Franklin and, is it Valeria? Valeria. Yeah, like, I wouldn't mind if, especially if they're time displaced, and the kids are like five or six. I do I think really that like would, Valeria. I think that would add a different dynamic that we that we have not seen in any MCU movie. Is like actual kind of young, like young young kids being connected to like heroes. We kind of got a little bit in the first Ant Man, but not really anything else. But mm-hmm. We're as you can tell, we are running out of steam. But that okay. is pretty much the last big Disney thing, right? I'm gonna do the HBO Max hype train. Yes, I'm gonna be fast about this. Okay, so HBO Max announced that every single Marvel or Warner Brothers film within. At least 2021 will show up day and date in theaters on also on HBO Max. Uh, which was also pretty cool is that unlike Disney, where they make you have to pay $30 as a premium fee, like it seems like you don't have to pay that with HBO Max. 
No, you're not paying for it. So yeah, the first ones, Wonder Woman's coming out Christmas Day. Yep. I think the other big ones are Dune. Um, Kongzilla versus God. Uh, so well, so Mortal Kombat comes out in January. We have no trailer. We have no stills. We have nothing to kind of like go on. It's just it it, it comes out. They say it exists. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Jerry comes out in March. No one cares. Looks, to be fair. Looks okay. To be fair, to be fair, I will give because there are a lot of filmmakers and people pissed right now that Warner Brothers didn't give much notice. With some people, like Dennis Villanueva, I understand the frustration. With people like Christopher Nolan, who decided to release a movie and pushed for one in the middle of a pandemic, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy and his high horse. Uh, Kong but versus Godzilla. But I'm still God- mad. Godzilla versus Kong coming out in May uh, from Adam Wingard. So it's um, probably going to be bad because Adam Wingard, I don't think, has made a good movie. The guest, excuse you. Uh, he has not made a good movie. <laughs> um, but, Lou, Lou, you'll be happy that, um, what is it? Um, Judas and the Black Messiah yes. is on the list. I yep. am so happy for that movie. That's also a movie like, it doesn't need, that's like a movie I don't need to see in theaters. I will be sad to not see Godzilla in theaters because that's like the way you should watch those kind of movies. Or like, I, do you know? Am I, am I like yeah. on an island on my own to things like the last two American Godzilla films were bad. The second one's fine. I haven't seen the second like, one. Like I love, like I love Kong Skull Island. Like I think the movie is like a fucking hoot. And that's the one I haven't seen. I have not seen Kong Skull. Uh, you're also supposed to get the Sopranos prequel. You're getting Space Jam two in the hype. Wait, so Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It is in June fourth, which I guess is a sequel to The Conjuring. In the Heights, which is a you know adaptation of a big Broadway play, comes out also in June. Space Jam: A New Legacy comes out in July. Uh, that's the LeBron James uh, no. sequel to Space Jam. It sounds wild. If it's that's true, yeah, bad, bad, bad. Why? Uh, the, uh, Suicide, the Suicide Squad in August. That movie looks f- so fucking fun. I'm I can't wait for, for it because like I want to see it. And if I can do it without having to give Warner Brothers extra money because they don't deserve it, then that makes me happier. Hey, I mean, like, I want to reward, like, DC when they do a good job. Like, I want to reward them when they do, like, the yeah, Snyder yeah, Cut yeah. and, and whatever dumb stuff. You are, you are correct. I think I'm on, like, a. I watched, I uh, can't remember her name, that did, like, the Snyder going through Snyder stuff. Um, I'm kind of, like, on DC right now. Mm-hmm. I have to look up her name. Grace Randall? Uh, no, uh, Maggie May Fish. Oh, okay. She did like a, she just released like her third part video on like why Snyder is but, not a uh, good filmmaker. Yeah, so they had I think Dune was next, which I will see because it's the nice Villanueva. Yep. Yes, uh, Dune is October. Hopefully, then we can go see that in theaters at that point. With the uh, the movie with the butthole worms, right? Yeah, is uh, that what I remember? Elvis. And everybody's in it. Elvis with Tom Hanks as his manager, which we all should go see because Tom Hanks is the first one who got coronavirus while making this damn <laughs> Isn't like Tom Hanks like Colonel Parker? Yeah, that's the manager, yeah. Colonel Parker. Yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's the bad guy of the Elvis story. That's- uh, and then The Matrix 4 is out in December, which oh. I'm like, I'm actually like very excited for that movie. Like, I like The Matrix. Like, sure, like two and three are like not great, but like, 
I love Speed Racer. Like, that's a film I'll die on a hill for. And Jupiter Ascending, while also being very terrible, is, like, a super fun movie. Um, and I kind of, like, I really hope that The Matrix is good. The other big ones, I will say, that are coming out with no date, like we said, Mortal Kombat. You also have the new Clint Eastwood movie, Cry Macho. You have the new James Wan original, which, which like I I don't think will be good. Like it's been a long time since Clint Eastwood has done a good movie. Since uh, no, I like Jersey Boys, so I'll give him that. I uh, I think Jersey Boys is like kind of a terrible film. Oh, I don't mind it. Like uh, it's it, like it's a stage movie that's filmed like that's like filmed as like a live is like a as a movie but like it still wants to be like a live like a, a stage film it's just like i don't get it well okay you want a bad clint eastwood movie that he directed go watch the 1517 of paris uh, i i do not <laughs> Ugh, I, I absolutely do not uh then like i said the new james Wan original horror movie malignant which i'm very excited for that he's directing and writing or no he's directing and he has a story those who wish me dead which is the new action movie from the guy who did, who wrote Sicario, Hell or High Water, and directed Wind River, all three of which are great movies. So I'm very excited that he has a new one coming out. And then you also have King Richard coming out in November, which is the Will Smith movie about the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Uh, does that guy have a story? I guess he does. It's like, why not just do a film about Venus and Serena Williams? Like, why is it got to be about... The father of Venus and Serena know, Williams. Man. Who knows? But yeah, now I'm fading because I've speaking a lot today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you're back. Okay. Yes. I saw the I saw the know about be right back, and I was like, okay, I guess. Oh yeah, I was just gone for a second. You know, it's late. I had to use the restroom. Um. So yeah, we we're kind of wrapped up. Uh, I think if you were listening to this and thinking we were going to cover, uh, Wolverine Origins. I think we might do that before we actually watch the movie because I don't think it'll take us that long to talk about it. Um, There was just kind of a ton of news to talk about this week. Um, Quick round of plugs. I don't know. uh, John Scott, you want to start? I'm on Twitter, jmscott193. Go go follow the rest of the shows and everything and all that. I know it's a lose line, but I'm also just tired. Uh, you can find me at on Twitter at John J O H N underscore F N underscore Siler S E I L E R. It's also the same handle on uh, Instagram, and yeah, I mean, like I mostly just like tweet out stuff about work and uh, memes and VTubers I'm watching. Yeah, and uh, yeah, listen to all the shows. Um, we're still doing Smallville Chronicles. We just watched. Our newest in-between season, uh, we watched the pilot for Birds of Prey. I forgot about it because it's so forgettable. It's not good. It's very bad. Um, the Wait, what? We watched the pilot for the 2002 oh. TV show, Birds of Prey. Oh, 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 okay. I was yeah. like, wait, I really love that Birds of Prey movie. No, you know who's in the pilot episode? I could not tell you. Um, one of the biggest TV stars of the last 10 years way when he's really really young on the same network as walking dead but different show uh i could not tell you okay uh jesse pinkman <laughs> oh uh oh star of uh need for speed yes he plays a like he's in the show he's in that it's a he's only in that one episode it's sort of like you watch it and uh, the only the, the 
the person who's kind of the lead is the person who's done the least in the show. Um, it's not good, too. Um, yeah, if you want to watch a 2000s era like female-led action show, watch Buffy, Dark Angel, Alias. Don't watch Birds of Prey. Um, but yeah, check out all those other things we're going to read and watch uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ugh. And uh, yeah, follow me. Um, or should I say, follow my new puppy that I just got on Instagram yes. and TikTok. Uh, Notorious Rose VG. She's a little tiny uh, Labrador puppy. And me and my wife, if you follow on TikTok, I'm running the TikTok. My wife is running Instagram. We're trying to see who can get an endorsement first. That's our goal. Um, she was a monster today, and I wanted to smother her with a pillow, but she's too cute. Um, yeah, that kind of does it for us. Um, we'll catch you guys next time. Adios. Bye. I got nothing. I said I got nothing, robot. So I guess I'll join the Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah. I'll be a membership, and so I did accept a better walk into disaster. I'm finally gonna go to something that cannot be sold, cause they're the worst shoes of all time. It's remarkable, yeah, I'll stop crying. Sitting full time with three beer and lime, so I guess I'll stick around. So I guess I'll stick around. So I guess I'll stick around.